Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Mortcast, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Before I get started, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th in Blake and Wazee, in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. Now's a good time to get down to uh, BF, go to bfwdenver.com, pick yourself up a wine bottle, book yourself a virtual wine tasting, or, you know, book yourself a table, get yourself some swag, whatever you need. You can also go to Blanchard Family Wines. Um, we're getting into fall. Leaves are changing. Best time of year in Denver was right now. Get down to the dairy block if you're vaccinated and uh, enjoy yourself some time uh, with some friends. Uh, it's Blanchard is one of the best atmospheres in Denver. I always tell people this. But if you go there, get some of that 2017 Cabernet. Uh, get yourself some of that uh, Blake Street blend, which is actually very, very good. It's, it's probably it's, it's starting to rival the 2017 Cabernet is my favorite. But they have a bunch of other selections that you can really enjoy, all the way from whites to reds to Rieslings, whatever you need. Go to bfwdenver.com to book yourself a virtual wine tasting. Get yourself some swag, book yourself a table, or pick yourself up a wine bottle for delivery, shipment, or curbside pickup. Once again, they're located between 18th and 19th and Blake and Wazee in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. They're always online at bfwdenver.com, and you can go to Facebook and Instagram under Blanchard Family Wines to check them out. When you go in or you talk to them, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you there. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast part of the CSG Network. I'm, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Okay, uh, I got a lot to talk about tonight, people. Or I say tonight. I'm recording this in broad daylight. Um, I got a lot lot to talk about, and it's all on MPJ uh, because there's been a bit of a roller coaster week for Mr. Porter. Um, Obviously, Monday, well, it's... Monday, Tuesday, it was announced that he had his extension, was signed, and it was first reported as $207 million. Now, whenever you see the top number, okay, especially if there's incentives in a contract, whenever you see the top number, uh, it is always uh, leaked from the agent. The agent wants it out there that this is, his client signed a $207 million max extension. Uh, the day after, it was reported that it was actually $72 million with $35 million as an incentive bonus if he reaches a all-NBA team, uh, which, okay, let's say $172 million is about what Shea, Shea Gildersell Alexander signed. Well, then it comes out later that it was actually $145 million or something like that. With uh, the last year of the contract, uh, only $12 million guaranteed, uh, which really makes it uh, $60 million, roughly $62 million in incentives, which is remarkable. 
Absolutely remarkable. That never happens in the NBA. You never see $62 million in incentives in a contract. That's just unheard of. And that's that's really kind of what's... It's one of those things that really has gone unreported here, how absolutely remarkable it is to have that much in, in incentives in a contract in the NBA. Um, that's not NFL-style incentives where uh, the guy will get $30 million guaranteed and then $115 million in absolutely unreachable incentives. <laughs> This is a little different. Uh, this is a uh, situation where the Nuggets... Uh, now, some of these are achievable. He needs to make more than one all-star team in order to get the full... I think it's like $39 million in his final year. Um, he needs to hit that. Um, I think that's achievable. But here's the thing. Um... He makes an all-NBA team, which I think this year would be probably the year to think about that. Now, people are going to laugh at me when I say that, but Jamal's out. The Nuggets are going to be depending on MPJ quite extensively this, this year to an extent that he never has been for a full season. Um, think about that and think about the volume of offense that he's finally going to be getting. Okay, and then kind of think about if he maxes out that potential, how good he's going to be. Now it's going to be hard. There's biases involved. He plays in Denver. There's things like that. Now I, I hate if I'm an agent in uh, negotiating a contract. I never. I I hate tying incentive to the whim of biased voters who, because. It's remarkable that Nikola Jokic has made two first-team All-NBA selections. Um, It's been proven that the majority of writers don't actually watch most of the NBA. They don't. Um, And it's hard to do. I mean, you can't watch every game. Uh, But uh, it's remarkable that Nikola Jokic got first-team. Now, uh, twice. And it's just because, you know, sometimes you're, when you're definitively that good, you're that good. Uh, but one of the remarkable things about this is there's so much of this, thir- like $35 million in incentive tied to making All-NBA. Um, which is just, I mean, <laughs> wow. Um and I think, I think, but there's, 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 there's layers and layers to this. I'm just stunned. And people have kind of come at me on Twitter about this, but I, I, I'm telling you people. It is remarkable that Mark Bartlestein, who is an amazing agent, one of the best in the NBA, and he's very good at getting his clients all their numbers. I am shocked, absolutely shocked, that he has $62 million in incentives tied to, I, I would just, just, and especially having, let's see, 12 million guaranteed and like 27 million incentives tied to uh, just the final year of the contract. And that's absolutely remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. I've never seen, ever seen anything like this. And I don't know why people aren't talking about this. I don't know why people aren't talking about how many incentives are laden in this contract. Because it is, if, if Porter doesn't 
see, this is this is where I I, I talk. I kind of. This is where I I get on people for not listening to me, but I. Porter could be playing at an elite level and never make an all-star game. Porter can be playing at an elite level and never make all first team all NBA. Think about that for a second. Um, he could be absolutely killing it, be in the Hall of Fame tra- trajectory, and still not make an All-Star game, and not make all first team, first team, second team, or even third team All NBA. You are tying yourself to the whim of other people. Uh, uh, it is um, kind of like I think it was Joel Embiid has missed out on some incentive money based on voters. And it's absolutely remarkable to me how there's 62 million in incentives tied to the whim of people who are voting on this stuff. And I'm really, really just surprised. And good for the Nuggets, by the way. Good for the Nuggets. I mean, look, if his contract's only 142 million and he never hits those marks, then, you know, it's great. Although coming into that last year, it's going to be kind of sketchy. And I don't know if how things will go if MPJ balls out and he doesn't hit any of the in, any of those incentives. Uh, and it's not based on his play; it's just based on the fickleness of, of players. Now, I happen to think if we're on the trajectory that we think he's on, he's going to hit the all at the very the bottom, the baseline of this is the All Star Game level. That's the baseline of this, and if he hits that, then obviously that's going to affect things. But it's only going to bump it up five million for one All-Star game that in the, in the final year. So it'll go from $12 million to $17 million. But if he makes two, he gets the full ride in the last year. And then, of course, there's the extra $35 million for All-NBA. Um, I just, if it's me, if I'm his agent, I just, I don't, I don't do that. I don't tie incentive to that. Because this is one of the things that was coming into the the contract extension negotiations was uh, the nuggets wanting injury protection for michael porter junior and one of the problems has been that if you are a player and you know you're playing at elite level getting injury incentive protection is kind of like you you it's almost like in the nba since there's like primarily guaranteed contracts you don't want there to be an injury exception because uh, it's almost like the team's betting against you. So, I, I mean, that's whatever it is in reality doesn't matter. The perception is the team is betting against you. And that that part is hard for people to kind of bring in. It's like, oh, why would I want to do this? You know, why would I, why would I want to incentivize protection for you, for me, right? And in a way, this has ended up with the Nuggets getting injury incentives uh, without having them, right? And that's that's an, it's a backdoor kind of way into getting this. Um, once again, good for the Nuggets. This isn't. It sounds like I'm bitching about it. It's not. It's just. It's just. I find it remarkable. I've never seen this before. 
Um, this has been, a, I mean, Joel Embiid has signed some injury incentive contracts. Uh, you know, it's just, it's the one of the strange things about this is if you sign a $207 million, ostensibly a $207 million deal, but in reality, $62 million of it is incentive, that's not a max deal. And if he doesn't hit that mark, it's not a max deal. So it is clever. It's it's like I said, good for the Nuggets. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I for as far as the Nuggets side, good for them. You know. Uh, but as much as I think Michael Porter Jr. will end up getting the full uh, the full 172 million. It's it's just I can't believe that Mark Bartlestein agreed to what amounts to 70 or 60 something million dollars in incentives. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. And I've never seen this before. Um, so anyway, that's me talking about the contract a little bit. I talked to multiple sources about it and uh, around the league, and they were all to a man surprised that after the deal came down, the actual uh, numbers in the deal came down, they were all shocked that there's that much incentives in the deal. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, it's it's an interesting. Well, like I said, good for the Nuggets and whoever was negotiating that. They did a good job. Okay, uh, on the other side of the, of the break, I'm going to talk to you about Michael Porter Jr.'s uh, comments about getting vaccinated and uh, all that stuff. But before I get to break, I want to talk to you about DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Um, we are now into week four, can you believe this, of the NFL season? Kind of goes by fast, doesn't it? It's been a great start to the NFL season, and it's only getting better at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings is kicking off another week of action by giving all new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $1 on any football game this week and receive $150 in free bets instantly, no matter what. And this football season, all customers can swing big with DraftKings same-game parlays. Same-game parlays allow you to combine multiple bets for a bigger payout. This week, uh, place a same-game parlay on any NFL game, and you will be credited up to $25 if your bet loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS to receive $150 in free bets instantly when you place a bet a $1 on any football game. That's promo code MHS to, to get $150 in free bets instantly. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And we're back. Okay, I, I, I have thoughts. Um, Michael Porter Jr. said that he is uncomfortable taking the COVID vaccine. Um, and I, I, I want, they're desperately, because he's the guy that the Nuggets need to work out. I desperately want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I really do. Um, one of my big things is that I, if, and this is 100% my view, and this is a hot take, but 
if the Nuggets are going to be championship level, they need Michael Porter Jr., in my mind, to be clo- as close to the best player on the Nuggets as he could possibly get. He needs to be that good. And I want to get him, give him the benefit of the doubt. I want to, and I try to, at every, every angle here, I try to. But it is increasingly hard, but I think... Based on his podcast with J.J. Reddick, which was uh, on The Old Man and the Three, and I encourage everyone to go listen to Michael Porter Jr.'s podcast that he did there. I mean, not, I mean, to some extent, his own podcast, which he's, you know, he he kind of gives you a small window into uh, what his view on life is. He's an interesting guy. I will never not say that Michael Porter Jr. is not an instantly, like a, like a, like a, I don't know, an extremely interesting fellow. He's a guy who is um, thinks about things to an extent that you don't think he does, but it, it's it's in a weird way. Now, on J.J. Reddick's podcast, The Old Man in Three, Michael Porter Jr. talked about... Um, he talked about being homeschooled until he was in eighth grade. And that is something that I I knew, but I didn't think about, okay? And homeschooling is... um, I'm not going... I'm trying not to offend people, so I just want to just tread carefully here. Um... Most people who they talk about schooling would not encourage homeschooling because it it shelters children to an enormous extent. Um, In a lot of ways, your experience growing up with other kids shapes you as an adult. Um, You know, J.J. Reddick talked about being homeschooled until he was in fifth grade. Now, that's a that's a you know you don't think that makes a difference, but it actually does make a difference. Uh, being homeschooled all the way up until you were in eighth grade. So basically, Michael Porter Jr.'s first experience with kids, other people his age, and mass was high school. And what is striking to me is that once I heard that, it made a lot of sense, his mentality on things. Um, it's very clear to me that it's been very shaped by family. Um, and whatever his family situation is. And the later you get in life and the more you don't get those other experiences, I mean, Porter talked about his mom, uh, mom making him go do a, like a, like a, like a ice cream or lemonade stand in order to get him around other people. Well, that's all well and good, but uh, there is something intrinsic about being around other kids. Um, and that's kind of why the whole situation the last year has been troubling. Uh, kids need interaction. They need to be around other kids. And our inability to get uh, this COVID under control is really hurting the education and well-being of the kids, of a generation of kids that are growing up right now. Um, and where I'm, where I kind of come down on this is I I kind of see I understand a lot more about Michael Porter Jr. because I did know some kids when when I was growing up who were homeschooled, 
and they were different. Not weird, they're just different. They were they just didn't have the same experiences that I did. That people I grew up in the same neighborhood as I did had. It was a very different situation. They were a lot more sheltered. And what I've seen with Michael Porter Jr. is that at the, at the very least, he's experiencing other things now in life. Because think about it this way. Michael Porter Jr. is 20, he's going to be 23 years old this year. If he was a freshman in high school, the first time he was really around people, uh, you're talking about 15 years old. So Michael Porter Jr. has only really experienced public life in a big way for eight years of his life. Uh, or soon to be eight years of his life. So when you think about that and you put that into perspective, a lot of his kind of things that he does that doesn't make sense kind of kind of starts to not necessarily you maybe not understand it, but you under, but you kind of like like gain a greater pers- perspective on his, the way he looks at things. Quite frankly, it's disappointing to me that he is uncomfortable with getting COVID vaccine after getting COVID twice. And I think that part is what troubles me the most. The lack of ability to discern that since he has got it multiple times tends to put the whole natural antibodies thing to a serious test. Natural antibodies um, aren't as durable in this sense. And with each new variant that comes out, you're at a greater risk of getting COVID, regardless of whether you've had it or not. One of the reasons you get the vaccine is that if Michael Porter Jr. is, for whatever reason, prone to getting COVID, it makes the symptoms less. It makes the, it makes the symptoms less or makes it maybe even makes it asymptomatic. You know, he may have had it okay the last two times he got COVID. But it's only a matter of time before it nails him. If he is if he is prone to it and he keeps getting it. And that is what is concerning. I'm not an epidemiologist, but if I was looking at that just in a logical sense, I'd think that maybe getting this vaccine is going to keep me from getting really sick. Because at this point it's just a gamble. And you're gambling with your own health and the health of others. And I don't know, since Michael Porter Jr. has been largely, I wouldn't say sheltered, but to a certain extent, hasn't had life experiences where he's had to think about anyone really besides his family, that may be coloring his own experience. That may be coloring his own approach to life. And... I don't know what his family situation is. I, I have no idea. Uh, I, I don't. I, no one interacts with it. It's, it's his personal business. But it says a lot that his uncomfortability with it is coupled with him getting COVID twice. And that I just don't understand. You know, Shaq talked about it today. It's like, if you're, if you're going to risk not being there for your team, that guy's not going to be hitting those incentives. This COVID thing is not going around for a while, and the, and the NBA has got 
heavy restrictions on players for not being a, for travel and all that stuff if you're not vaccinated. You've got heavy restrictions. You can't leave your hotel on the road. Uh, you got to get tested frequently. It is not. It is not a. And even if you're a close contact, you're out. Like you're out for a long. It is. Michael Porter Jr. is. I I can almost guarantee you he's going to miss time this year. And the one or two other players on the on the Denver Nuggets who aren't vaccinated as well. It's it's. It's going to happen. And. It's unfortunate. It doesn't need to be this way. It doesn't need to be this way. Uh, but at the same time, Michael Porter Jr., you would think that getting COVID twice would have kind of opened his eyes to this. But maybe it didn't. Maybe it had the opposite effect of making, of making him feel invincible. I think to a certain extent, as I said, like kids who are homeschooled for a very long time have a different perspective on life than kids who went to public or private school. They, they just really do. And it makes you wonder whether that kind of situ- scenario is just the way things... It's, he is just, he's got a different view. Michael Ward Jr. has got a different view on life than mm, almost 99.9% of the NBA. It's different. But I hope, I just hope, that a teammate gets to him and says, Look, this is not about you. This is about your team and the health of the people around the team. Obviously, if you got COVID and didn't think, didn't get too sick, then that's your lucky, but that lucky streak may not last forever. But beyond that, you may come in contact with a guy that's who's working around the Nuggets who's not who's immunocompromised. Even if he's vaccinated, he could get a little sick. Don't make your play, your teammate sick, don't make the people around the team sick. Uh, there's just so many layers to this, and I'm hoping, I'm just hoping that Michael Porter Jr. sees the light and chooses to help his teammates out as well as himself. All right, thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast. I'll be back soon with another episode. Goodbye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.